The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga and Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. Yeah, this is the Sample Axis podcast. Um, for episode 15, you know, we're right here. I know I enjoyed the last episode, listening to the episode again, and I'm feeling like... I, yeah, that was that was that was good. I haven't listened back enough. Maybe yeah, because okay. because I edited, but yeah, I haven't yeah. listened back like sit down because there's a, it's a different feeling when you sit back and relax and enjoy it. When you're editing, you're working, so yeah, because it's like different work. Yeah, I so yeah, that. but 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 I always like to go back to the ones I've done before. Like way way back, like the burner burner Shadi episode. Yeah, I like that one. Too. Like the I like the Eddie concert too. I feel the, like the flow is very yeah yeah. Good on Eddie concert episode is stellar, stellar. Yeah, yeah. I like the Lee me episode, Naughty by Nature, blah blah blah. So yeah, we've been doing stuff, and then we're back with another quartet today. We're going to Kenya. We're going to Sweden. We're going to where else are we going to? Um, we are right here right now. Yeah, we're going to America all the way. But this, the way we are which going to America, which is in US. Uh, um, let's just say LA because that's where the song was recorded. Okay. But we, we are going to be touching all the Kenya, Sweden, Nigeria, and America. This yes, is going to be a blast. That's yeah. all I can say. Blast. Yeah, Trust me. That's what I mean. Gonna I, I, um, again, not to. It's good to big up ourselves, and I'm not sure we have that many podcasts that mention certain people yeah people yeah. get easily forgotten and it's sad you know because thinking about it like this music scene uh, music scene there's a whole lot of work mm-hmm. between music I mean, i'm sure you have like been around you know like seeing how music has been like has created been for the, yeah for the past you know 10 years mm-hmm. there's a difference i remember yeah. i was um on uh, one of those talks with my friends and we we're talking about how the the genre has increased like the genre has increased like you know we now have different ways to approach music as well as um having um new ways of producing music there's always that feel there's something different like the old way of having to for example thinking about um people like tribesmen um ldd done days where they used to record demos where they would have to put a cassette in and you know play the let the um, instrumentals play on it and they have to record like straight up and I remember that episode where you were telling me about you know sometimes when nice would have to kneel down to record to record and uh, you know music has changed it was, older, but, I mean but nowadays everybody has a mic in their room yeah yeah but still like I want to even explain something I remember something right now there's this thing I want uh, one of those artists told me one artist like that that's you know quite big now mm. told me sometime when I met him mm. he said Nelson do you know how long I've been doing this music thing mm. but do you know when my first song hit and I became something okay. It's not like he's it, right now. He's not even class A. Mm. It's probably like class C. But he has had a song that you know. But at least you can say no. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, he said, I'm here. Do you know how long I've been in this game? Mm. But the first time my song came out, I told everybody I was an upcoming artist. Mm. I've been an upcoming artist for over ten years. And then you are still grinding. I'm still grinding. It's and fine. It's crazy. You probably don't want to mention the person. Yeah, name. yeah. I can't but even it's mention. All, it's all good. Uh, two things I want to like touch on. I was making a point about the fact that some people get easily forgotten in the music yes, yes, because yes. there's so many people and I'm realizing that apart from the I always thought that this generation has the biggest number of musicians or yeah, would-be yeah. artists people who want to be musicians maybe that's true but at the same time if we go back to all the groups I mean you guys do blast from the past and you pick one person every week and I'm like do you not exhaust the list the list is so long what am i trying to say there are people who have dreams yeah i want to be a musician yeah i have a good voice i want to be in that mix 
but there are only a few who will be top 40 who will be top 10 yeah, so everybody fine. else is fine we'll be grinding we'll it's be fine. trying to record that next hit some people might never really achieve that big hit but they will do it regardless they'll do it anyway so I'm just trying to say that. So once in a while, we should it's appreciate talk about people that have done stuff. It shouldn't for a long just time. be the top forty guys, top 40 guys or yeah. the guys who are reigning now. Yeah. There are some people who came before before them. Quick one. I was watching BET 2015 Awards where Smokey Robinson was given oh, Lifetime Smokey. Achievement Award. Yeah, yeah. Life, lifetime Achievement Award, and he he made a speech that almost brought me to tears. What did he say? I'd seen it before. I saw it again like a few days ago and he said, there are people in the world who need one person, two people to love them, just to show them love. Yeah. And then for you as an artist, a musician loved by thousands of people, a hundred people, 500 people listen to your music, buy your music. For some artists, millions of people around the world listen to yeah. you. He said, you people should chill. The line did not start from you. It started from your great grandfather. Yeah. Be humble. You are not the end of the line. You are big now. You are hot now. See what Savage said. I get him before Novi property. Yeah. You are hot now. You are the uh, right now. You are not the end of the line. The next kid in ten years time, they'll probably be playing way bigger electro music. And because there will be more people in the world, I always say this. There's streaming platforms now. Everybody wants to. We are seeing 200 million whatever views now. We are going to see billions of views in the near future. So you're not, and then you're hot in 10 years. Max, another five years, you have to step back. It's the law of nature. Maybe you have to like give room for. So Baba was just telling guys, and all of them stood up, standing innovation. No, first is first. Smokey Robinson, I'm sorry to like cut you. Smokey Robinson is a boss. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about Motown Records, think about Detroit. You have to think of Smokey Robinson. And then now when you think about Michael Motown, Jackson. you're thinking the best of the best. The early days of black music becoming a thing. In global music. You understand? Men wearing suits to sing. Mm. Think about the, the you know the early 60s. You're talking about Jackson, Manhattan. All those big guys, they all came from where? The Supremes. Mm. The big guns of then came from Smokey Robinson and Barry Gordon. Mm. Boys from Detroit coming together to just do stuff now. So, like someone like Smokey Robinson, you know, and sometimes I don't like the fact that we have to wait for someone like Smokey Robinson to actually say these things for us to actually understand. Because I'm sure most of one of the reasons why those guys were listening carefully hmm. and they, they stood up after yeah, he talked because, because, because relate. or is because they know that this man has been in the game for yeah. so long and it's a blessing. Yeah, and it's a blessing. And for him and, to be and, still and look at humble, him. it was probably like. A big man everybody ran to at that time yeah and then all of a sudden you see I mean, that dates, you see that still works with him the hits you made 1980s or mm. 70s mm. somehow don't really connect with the new age yeah and, it's and fine. they want to vibe with mustard differently yeah they want to vibe with uh, um justice league or I mean, whoever it's like this without motown a lot of artists wouldn't be today you still get your royalties as an og yeah. but you know that you you're don't, not, you don't really command as many millions of people as you used to yeah so you chill you're like yo my time is out thank you for the award but really you guys are the thing right now yeah. but don't forget that when you're done here 
there is a new breed of guys coming, guys coming. so that's just a good way like for us to open the floor yeah, open the floor, open what, the floor what's the quartet we have today yeah um i think one of the reasons why we talked about this is because of one of the quartet is somebody that we feel like has been forgotten yeah literally or like and he's still present doing stuff but like we just left him somewhere mm. somewhere understandably in the because he's the not industry so is much busy. Of, yeah the industry is busy and he's not so much of an artist yeah let's like call him that. more of an entertainer yeah, yeah but, but still still on that level you still feel like some people should be called back so that's why when anytime you tell me about about okay, now we should talk about um secret and the barista, or we talk about magic for shake. Oh, one of these Baba that we're still working on is uh, it? Yeah, I am. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, either or is Ainde Bakari, Ainde Bakari, yeah. or someone else that we're planning to be. And then thinking about it now, just I remember that one of the best shows I've had on air, off air, has to be magic for shake show. Mm. It was beautiful. It felt more original for me because it was coming from a place that I knew that okay I can connect to this man even because you I, know the music you know the music you know the story what the music has done to people mm. and so it was more original and I feel like we should do more of that you know and yeah. at some point people even I'm very sure not to be crazy and all millennials early, late millennials mm. early GZ, uh, generation Z mm. they don't know Magic Fashek as much, much as they should know why is that it's because of we don't talk about these people enough but Send Out The Ray was on radio at what time Send Out The Ray was on radio for so long Send Out The Ray came out Prisoner of Conscience in 87 but also came out again in 1997 but so I can remember as early Early yeah, yeah, but this, I'm still, still saying, I'm still saying, but you know, you don't because you play that music doesn't mean you talk about them, yeah, you don't give true. them props enough. True. Like, the person we're going to talk about today, when you hear some of the songs or two of the songs that is very big, you probably know, you probably already. know the songs, but you don't know who is behind these songs, and that's mm. why you know, and it's still happening to today. Mm. It's like one of the songs on the current TikTok um, challenge. challenge going on, you know, you share some of these songs, or let's just take one from example from Nigeria. I see, I saw. I see okay, Sinek, now, Agua. entertainment song, you know, really cool. But I'm very sure a lot of people don't know who wrote that song. Where did you, where, where, where's the song from? Styles. One Ibu right. guy like that. Yeah, Styles is on Twitter. Ah, yeah, I know the guy, but Styles has, yeah. is the song a sample from somewhere? No, 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 it's not. It's not, okay. but like, I'm just saying, like, for they example. probably don't know the person, person but and, they just vibe. And funny thing is, with the way, with the, way the music industry is, like in the next six months, you might forget about this guy if he doesn't drop another song. Yeah, and that's the end. Yeah, so it's crazy. But but that's a general formula. Everybody yeah, yeah, that's that. a general. So it's if crazy. You are, if you're hot this yeah, month, let it, let it roll. Month, you have to be planning it, for the next song. But sometimes you just need to give props to these guys. These guys work over and over again. All of this is for Doctor Alban. Yes, which all we'll get back to all because of Doctor uh, Alban on the other side of the show. Yeah, but but the, you said I should mention the quarter, so let me mention. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay, so we have um, Salty Soul. We have Doctor Alban. And then we have something peculiar. Is it peculiar? I feel like everybody knows the sound. Maintain is back again. With Ludacris. With Ludacris. You think Generation Z know Maintain so well? They probably know they Yahoo do. Z. They know the I Catch Cold. Generation Z starts yeah. from? 97. Are you sure they know? Yes. Yeah, they do. They know. They 97, do. yes, they know. They do. They know. Um... But then Yauze is more like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yauze is when when you think Yauze, you think okay, there's catch code. There's a link. Yeah, there's a link. There's yeah. this this same guy. Apart from catch code, was there any other major? Um, Alo, Alo was major. Oh, oh, yeah, true. Domitila was major. I don't know Domitila. Ooh, Domitila was major. Domitila was big. Domitila was big because there was a time too. At that time, maybe three or four years later. They released a movie called Domitila, mm. Nigerian movie, and I think the song was 
you know, just you know all those um sinks of that time. Quick background on uh maintain the group. We have talked about this on episode number one. Was it one? No, not yeah. one. Not one. Was it one? It wasn't one. Okay, one was um LD. LD oh. and Sonia Spence. Yeah, we talked about maintaining on um, somewhere the episode with first five, five episodes. Yes. Yeah, that's episode three. Episode three. Maintain is Big Bamo, Olu and Tolu. Tolu. Yes. Um what's their how do we, you know, just do a background on them? They came in 1998. It started with one of those songs. I can't remember the exact name of the song now, but the song was not big, but it was okay at the time. So people were like vibing to the mm. sound at that point. And so it was something that was really cool. Mm. And then they decided to dive into sampling. I think they did it on purpose. In this time, American music was dominating here. Nigeria. So they so felt like maybe a way for them to connect to the Nigerian audience, audience was is to take use that same sound. sound and then we do it their own way. Mm. Which I know a lot of people cut my heads off for this, but they did it very well. And I'll tell you why. These guys are not the most talented musicians mm. as at the time. Olu grew into it. Tolu, mm. obviously not. Mm. And Big Bamoya, he was doing stuff. Big Bamoya was the video director as well as the producer. Yeah. So that's a big, big ups to the man at that time. So And he actually made a comeback. Yeah. When we, when Olu made a comeback, he dropped um Tolu Big Bamo doing his stuff at that point. Um Big Bamo is a big man now, still video director at the point, producer. And that was that was big stuff. Mm. Big stuff. And then you had Olu. I remember talking about Olu as the brain box. Yeah, it's like And the, then Tolu is like the I don't know, a fizzy guy or just the extra guy. Extra guy, but he was making it like Tolu was like Tony in Remedy. In the early like, days, mm. remedies in the early days. Where, where was it like the addition? Like, yeah, addition guy. Let's just come in and mm-hmm. just like just make us feel good. Who was Big Bamo of the remedies? Big Bamo of the remedies. Big Bamo was doing production and video directing, so that's a whole lot of work. So, so let's see, Idris. Idris was doing some production. No, it, it, it just was like well, the, well, like the main focal guy. points. Yeah. Then they now had a remedy, like and then they to so using that same slate. You understand? But yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the remedies, just to be out there. I loved Shakomo, but they were the, they were popping. I remember a birthday party sometime in 02 or 01. They were doing good now, you know. Obviously, they were very, very on radio. Oh, yeah, they Belinda. were everywhere, but I'm like, that was a sample, too, of yeah? course. Yeah, Belinda is a sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shakomo was a sample. Of um, MC lights keeping, keep on keeping on. That's the mm. name of the song. Mm. I just have to remember that fast. Um, yeah. So maintain. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of stories about maintain, right? Mm. Talking about them sampling this, sampling that. Like I say, I'm always pro sampling. I feel like if you can sample, do it well, and it's fine. But people are always going to talk about sampling. Mm. They don't like the fact that people get to sample and get stuff done. They, and I don't know why. They were together for how long exactly? Five, six 98 years. 98 to 2004. So that's um, five, six years. Six years. Six and years that was of working it. all through. Yeah, so that, was it, that was it. That was it. So maintain. When they broke up, um, Olu, Olu came back with Yawuze quite fast. Yeah, yeah. He came back two years. 2007. So, two years. It took two years off. Then he went on like this rampage of yeah. getting songs together. And then Do you know when that came out? He had a whole album on ground. Yeah. So that was big. He knew what he was so doing. So I wonder where. And then the sound improved drastically. I don't think it improved drastically. Chill. You cannot compare the production or the uh, Fusion Catch Code or what was their latest in 2004. Yeah, Catch Code. That was, was Catch Code. Yeah. Catch Code was a sample. Yauze is not a sample. Yeah. Getting Pasuma to shoot a video with you. 
DJ T doing the madness, getting Timbaoma, Timbaoma, first in Naoma. Yeah. So I'm saying there was a there was a major improvement by what I see, by how I understand it. Okay. Major improvement from what Maintain did as a group. And the madness that Olu, Olu did for a while, I released in Yahuze, within two years. And I don't know what advancement came. I don't know if he signed a deal or what. Yeah, he signed a deal of a million. Was that real? Can a million. There was there was this push. I think it was just a push at that point to make yeah, the yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Million a dollars as at that point. No, it's a stunt. Obviously, lots of money. I remember there was one song, uh, you know, me, you me. Yeah. On, on the album, oh, there was that, that was album, Fatima. That album, them, this guy, ah, this guy that sang "Man Be God," I've forgotten his name. Uh, he was on the album as well, on one of the songs. I like this song, Hallelujah. Yeah, Ali, the guy that took the chorus, Kanye, Kanye did "Man Be God" exactly. Wow. So Kanye was on the album, and that album was a full album. I remember they did a video kind of album too yeah. as well, yeah, and yeah. it did very good I because bought both. Yeah, yeah, because I remember my house that time. I had people like around the whole lot of people around me at the point. So I still argue song over and over again. I still argue that Yahuze is top ten or top five of biggest songs ever uh, in terms of how big popularity popularity yes yes, yes. popularity yes the ones that have come after that gongwaso yes in fact 2007 the biggest song in the whole of nigeria was yaozi obviously it was That's, it was everywhere. it wasn't just big it was impactful in terms of how much it spread Colin, like around Colin Powell oh well dance yeah, yeah, so, so well no no, no that's that he had, he had he had he had he had it good but let's talk about maintain because yeah. maintain are the guys I was talking yeah. about today and um yeah sample Ludacris let's make yeah, that Ludacris look this Ludacris story is kind of funny because this was my first time of hearing about Ludacris mm-hmm. when I heard Area Codes Area Codes I loved it for different reasons first of all I was younger so were like, you were you in it like ah, when no, no. area codes was codes I knew area codes way before I knew catch codes. What was your means of connecting to the sound, radio or video? Video, I saw the video. I remember they released the video. Regular TV or you regular TV, CDs? regular TV. Okay, regular TV because um I, I think um that time STV was doing Silver Bay Television. This was two thousand and two thousand and two. Is it STV? DBN. STV was on there. Silver Bay was on there. It came from the album like Word of Mouth. Word of Mouth, yeah. But so, I didn't know any song of Word of Mouth. Yeah. I'm just going to say the yeah, truth. Yeah. But I knew Area Codes. I'll okay. tell you why I knew Area Codes. They played the featured video Nate, Nate so much. I remember the video, even as a child, thinking, okay, these people are at the beach, and at the same time, they're switching back. Mm-hmm. There's an airplane and somewhere, girls. and there are girls, like, everywhere, and they're so colorful. Yeah. And then there's Lula Chris with his I'm sure Nigerian, afro. Nigerian artists at the time were like, wow, wow yeah, who are these guys? And... and, and the flow at that point, as a young chap, I was, I was a young chap. I was feeling the flow. I'm like, mm. yo, this is the yeah. guy. And then I remember that Rush Hour Two, Rush Hour was big at that point. Where all of us were watching Rush Hour at that point. Jackie Rush Chan. Hour Two, it was part of the song is soundtrack. Chris yeah, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, and that's one of the reasons why it was big. I, I Chris Bridges, you know, that's the Chris at the mm. point. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know that was his third album. So was he had already been doing music for a while. Was he a part of a group at some point? Nick Dog was part of the group. No, he wasn't part of the okay, group. Okay, but he was. He was, but he had been working. Yeah. As of the nineties, Ludacris already had his own record label. Yo. So re- he were, he had already been there. Where is he from? New York. Doing stuff. Not New York. Ah, no, 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 New York though. I'm very sure he's not from New York because he has that southern. But there's something about him that people say he's underrated. Yeah, he's underrated because he's actually in lyricist. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's underrated. He's underrated. True, true be told, the reason why is because. 
you know, he kind of transitioned. There was this, if you read up on him or mm-hmm. you get, or you know, the like Chris all the way down, you wouldn't call him top 50. Let me tell you why. Yeah. Because he didn't give... 50 is a lot. I'll tell you why. That's what I'm saying. He should be on top 50 now. He will be on top 50. Who could come there? Ah, but there's a lot of rappers though. There's Red, there's Rakim, there's Nas, there's there's yeah, a lot. Excel, Exhibit. How many albums does Ludacris have? Five or six. Put him, give him yeah. flowers. Let's, let me take that. I think I'm give like, him number 49. You know what? Ludacris <laughs> is going to be on top 50. He I will tell be. you why. But, but people don't raise him as much. I'll mm. tell you because he's not so hardcore. He's not gangster, mm. rap, gag, mm. you get. Mm. And during his first um, was he, years. Uh, was it any kind of pop? Nah. He was, just used to have fun. But when you say he wasn't hardcore. He wasn't hardcore. But he was he wasn't a lyricist. Yeah, he wasn't hardcore, he wasn't pop. You know those people that for example now, I think I'm going to take What was Cameron and Mace like? What were they doing? What were I don't know Mace. Uh, Mace was okay for with, hardcore. With Biggie. Uh, Mace was okay for hardcore, obviously. Mm. Uh, look at Common now. Common is at a level where Common is hardcore. Cultural hip hop. Cultural hip hop. Socially conscious music. Yeah. I don't like to call that hardcore. Hardcore guys are talking guns, killings, gangs. Chill. Girls. That's gangster rap. Yeah. I don't know. This is a lot of, you know, shenanigans, topics and all that. But yeah. when you say hardcore, how I understand it is... Tough lyrics. Boom bap. Boom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're talking boom bap, that means you can call it a Chris hardcore. Yeah. At some point, he yeah, was he, He's not but like at some point. He changed. When he had that, he his started albums to afterwards. be some kind of pop. There was a song with John Legend. John Legend featured him. And that's what I'm saying. Tonight, right? Maybe tonight. tonight. That's later, later now. What's that? Yeah, yeah I know, I know. That's but later, later. He had to evolve. Hey, but but, but in, when he was in his bag, what was he? Um, lyricist? Yeah, he was rapper, a lyricist. And he was then, lyricist because he had a thing with words. And yeah. that's why you feel like, okay, Luda Chris and is one he, of those he good beats bad too. guys. Yeah, and his beats, yo. His beats are mad. I had to check for the artist that, the, the producer that produced this this song area codes now for people who don't know what area codes is about like the song area codes we're going to play the song for you and of course when you hear the song i'm very sure you probably even if you don't it know before. it before you'll be like oh i can so connect. this song so yeah um dude chris after word of mouth um released chicken and beer now this is when he saw that um the vibe of doing you know playing around with words and um doing music that doesn't have to sound so hardcore mm. was actually selling at a point but when he came back with Red Light District, Release Therapy, Theater of Mind, he was hardcore in terms of dropping the bars, you know, talking the right stuff. And then he went back to Battle of Sexes that was released in 2010. Mm. So that was that was more different because he was, you know, chilled with it. And there was one he released in 2015, Luda Versal. Oh. Yeah. And that one was in... You know, what happened is... I, he think, took a break. I think I know a song from that album, Beast Mode. Yeah, yeah. He took a break. He took a break from being the play around guy and the thing is thinking about area because area wasn't that bad at all mm. everybody could rap to it and then there was a dog the dog is the um the chorus guy third yeah. person in 213 213 now this is this is this is where i go off right mm-hmm. while i was very young yeah. very very young there were a couple of rappers that i knew that everybody didn't know and it was because of the kind of music i was listening to one of those rappers were g Warren G. I don't know whether you know Warren G. I don't know. Now I've probably heard the name before. Nobody does it better. That first song, that was one of the first rap songs that I actually like. After listening to the two parks, so the VIG, I got stuck. And you know why? Because of Nate Dog. Hmm. Nate Dog was doing something in that song. Like, hmm. I can't explain. You know, as a young man, you're just watching your TV and then the song comes up. 
Nobody does it matter. Something like that. Like mm-hmm. that. And then he just he's rapping, right? And he's there's this funk vibe to it. Everybody knows what I've seen the past. And then there's Warren G that is rapping the normal rap. Late 90s First or early 2000s? Late 90s, mm-hmm. late 90s. And then Warren G, Snoop Dogg, and Nick Dogg were in the same group called 213. Mm. So they rep that group even till date. They were not signed to a record label. Yeah, yeah. It's it like, the, like brothers. Like brothers group. Like you understand? Know I mean, this is a cousin. This is my cousin. This is my oh, best friend. My guy. Warren G, Nick Dogg, Snoop Dogg, best friends, cousins, mm. you know, together. And mm. they were doing good music and doing their stuff. So after two one three yeah, obviously Nick Dog and Warren G remained together while um Snoop Dogg went on. Now they didn't call themselves two one three again after Snoop Dogg left mm. or after Snoop Dogg stopped being part of the group. They started calling themselves uh obviously Warren G and Nick Dog. Mm. So like I was saying, the first song I knew about uh Nick Dog was that song with Warren G, Nobody Does It Better. And that's why I really, really, really Really like that song. I remember then at, at some point, I, I this is no this is no jokes. I'm, this is really coming from my mind. I'm sure people would have heard this a lot. But when I was younger, at some point when I was watching videos, I used to wait for that video to come up. Um, this is Warren G. Warren G. And Nick Dogg. Nobody does I just it, knew there was a feel to. I wasn't big on rap as at that time, mm-hmm. but I just knew there was something different. Do you understand? Yeah, there, there are songs like that. Like, I had two songs that I was just but they were not the that time. Big, biggest, no, no, no. biggest. Obviously, but that's why I said they were rappers that I would tell my friends about. You know, you go and you're like, and you, probably this nobody guy, knows. Warren G, and everybody's like, nobody it's like, knows who that guy I don't know is. if that's like Benny the Butcher now. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm hearing a lot yeah. about Benny the Butcher and I've not heard I've only seen his freestyle. I've not, I've not heard any of his songs. So you are right, Benny the Butcher. That's all He's you. He's mad. <laughs> that's so all let, you. So let let's go to the you know intri- the intri- intricacies of the sampling. Yeah. Uh, maintaining Nigeria in Lagos, Nigeria, sampling Ludacris. Yes, yes. Which, which is not the first. Obviously, American music was big in Nigeria, and these guys picked what part of the song? I think the, the entire flow of the yeah, song. the flow of the song, the rhythm of the song. New words entirely, and then the girls, progression of the song as well. Girls were, since were girls were the theme of the song. The theme of the song is girls were the theme. And the thing is, people need to know this. Kachiko is actually a true story. Is it actual? Are you sure it's not? Yeah, lying? it's a true story. I saw an interview. It wasn't made up. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's actually a true story oh, from okay. what we said. Even in one of the videos, you know, they've released the video in two ways. There was one that was very long. And there was one that was short. In the long one, I think Tony talks about yeah, where the interview. That's that story is actually true. Okay. Because it was that's like it was um, talked about for a very long time mm. about how Tolu used to be you know, a Casanova guy, many girls, a lot of girls, and then birthday. Now she didn't know that all those girls were going to come, yeah. so it was just like okay, ah, come for my birthday now. Turned out to come, be turn problem. Now come, come for my party, not birthday now. Come for my party, and they all came through. Mm. Now he had his main chick. Like his girlfriend, main mm. girlfriend, and she was supposed to be the one he was supposed to be with. Mm. And then he discovers that everybody turns up at the same time. And so it's like, oh, this is really bad. And I, then I, feel, I feel nowadays people know how to come. Yeah, uh, come on, you have to be very smart about so it. Let but everybody I'm not, know. I'm not pro cheating though. I'm just saying, like you know, just be smart. Just no, not not even being smart. But you know the good thing is, let people know their place. Let, oh yeah, let, let, let have a girlfriend, but you know. Let people know their position. We can be chilled. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like the part, I like the fact that this comes from a true story. Now, in, And the area code's um, work was really done well too as well. Um, because Menten didn't really do major creative work in changing the course of the flow of the Yeah, song. yeah. so you can say area codes 
I'll the genres really didn't change. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Um, rap, rap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who rapped? Um, Maintain rapped. Maintain is throughout. Tolu Jeje, Onunche birthday. Yeah. DJ and Jimmy. Enough yeah. of easy. The fact that, I mean, Jimmy Jat was yeah. the man at the time. Jimmy Jat has always been a man. Yeah. Jimmy Jat is way back, man. Junior and Pretty, 94. Of course, now, story for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, we should play. What do we do before we play? Oh, uh, okay. Now, um, all right. Great, great sampling, I have to say, from Maintain. Uh, this is a I classic I don't think it's that great. Voice. A lot of people feel they rip off, you know, they they. I don't they know why lazy. people like, see, I don't like when people so, say stuff like that. I kind of. There's a whole lot. It's enjoyable. The sound yeah. is enjoyable. But when you take the entire flow progression you rap on the f- same flow it's kind of you know all right all right all right but then but, but I you really can like understand it, i really like because it. of the climate at the time nowadays yeah. you don't have to sample like that yeah you but you, sa- there's, in there's fact american music is becoming less and less i mean it's everybody's, everybody's into afrobeats now. Afrobeat Afrobeat is, is, Afrobeat is everywhere so, so yeah um let's play ludicrous first area codes featuring nate dog and then we play maintain and the trial of olu Tolu and Bamo. The snippet is easy to understand, easy to de- decipher. Then you can go ahead and stream their songs uh, after you hear the snippets. So, yes, I don't even know if a sample like that can be allowed. Done again. Allowed on a streaming platform. Of course. You can find it on if YouTube. You now. But if, I mean, I look at, before we play, the framework of the group called um, Maintain. Do they still have an agreement? I mean, they are still cool. I know Tolu and Men. Can they republish their album? Of course. Yes, they can now. Yes, then yes. Can now, but I don't think they are even thinking about doing it. They are all in Because it, 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 it's important to have these things. Sometimes I want to listen to old Rugged Man's albums, which is, you know, side side like, talk about Rugged Man. Rugged Man, you know, took a jab at maintaining. Yeah, and, and I, felt, I, felt, I felt like at that point it was cool, but like thinking about it now... Man, you could have eased yeah. up, man. It shouldn't be that bad. So, Sample Access Podcast, episode 15, we're talking ludicrous, maintain, and then we'll be back with Dr. Arban and Salty Soul. Overload. I got pros. I got pros. In different area code. Area code. Pros. Pros. Administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. Yeah, Alright, welcome back to the Sample Access Podcast. You just listened to Ludacris on Area Codes as well as or I maintain with their song. What's the name of the song again? I Catch Cold. Catch cold. So sad. That was the last album we had, though. 
But let's move on. Let's move on. boy. You put singles, can't be major. Oh, I don't buy it. You can't do dots. Yeah. I really like. I don't know why I love Olu, that song. Olu's, Olu's kids are. Yeah. I bought the video album. I don't, we should have talked about this before now. But I bought the video album for Yawuze, and then before every video, he would do like a short skit to and, start off. Yeah, and then he would say, "This next song we're about to listen to." This song changed my story. <laughs> Every song is to change the story. No, 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 this one in particular, Yahuze. Oh, this song okay. changed my life. I'm grateful to this song. I can't forget because I, I went to buy. We were, we were always waiting for videos. Yeah, yeah. Nigerian music that year, like when you drop your album. It's all seven. We're not going to be waiting for Peace Square to drop video. Waiting for this one to drop. Peace Square did a lot of us <laughs> strong team. <laughs> yeah, it was, and then some of them will just select four videos in, a, in an album of 12. Uh, but but wait, what's the, where are the other ones? <laughs> no, uh, visuals are expensive now. Visuals so, are so yeah, I like, I like Olu's side story. I was at a place in Lagos and then I just saw Olu briefly. But just the, this place is like a hustle uh, arena. Okay. I can't mention the place, but... Okay. All of us were in the queue, like, this is the place in Levland. Everybody you go queue for. And then, everybody saw Olu. Olu can't, nobody had time to be like... Alpha Baba, I'm a fan, I'm a fan. No time for all that. I also yeah. my own, but only the other. Yeah. So that's a side story. But he's a funny character with the Ondo, Ondo language, Ondo lingo. So yeah, that's that about that. Let's talk South So live and die in Africa. Why does anybody want to do that? I don't know. This is a very I don't know I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of message they were trying to pass. You know, I was listening to the song and I'm like, actually this is the reality of a lot of people. Uh, that's what happens to a lot of people. 1.2 billion people in Africa, if everybody wants to migrate, even if Mars was accessible, 1.2 billion, half of them cannot migrate. So you're saying over 700 million, 700 we'll million people. And die here. It sounds kind of... It doesn't mean you can't travel to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. But to migrate and leave the continent... Somewhere else. That's... that's 400 million ball. people cannot do that. Hardball. America is about... 350 million people now mm. they cannot take more than a hundred million migrants yeah 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 asia is already stuck they cannot take 500 million africans in so it's a reality it's just a side story it's a reality yeah. of many people and As we should is. and I, I i was looking at it some type of way like is it is it good to to want to live and die in africa but really, if you're it's actually is, not bad though. If your life is comfortable, you it's can go bad. to Dubai and chill and yeah, back no. to your business here. Not bad. So, actually, I can actually live in Africa for a very long time. I just would I just wouldn't want to have to stay in Nigeria all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, travel around, go to Rwanda, Mauritius, Seychelles. Yeah. Botswana, I like Botswana. Botswana, Gabon. Those places are actually cool. Yeah. I forgot to say, Ludacris is also um a Gabonese now. A Gabonese now because of his wife. He, his wife he married he, from the born what's that called he, he that's dual uh, national dual nationality and it's cool i like that it's not just him um him uh his mom all his children yeah and they're all you know from they will say they are two nations combined now two yeah. nations so that's, that's good american stuff, gabon it's cool particularly I mean, like, especially for african-americans it's, you, you guys can say you can talk all the crap and about being from Africa mm. or originally from Africa. There's some little little things you can do. You already have your party for mm-hmm. when I mean party, you already have your passport for US. Yeah. It's not bad. Pick one African country that you feel like you can connect yeah. to. Do dual citizenship. I think the campaign bad. the campaign and the I mean I think US they even allowed like three countries. Like I don't really know. I think something like that. But I feel the campaign in the last 
five years about you know return to africa mm. the year of return yeah i like it but at the same time i'm like is this is there an agenda is this real I, I is this the solution to yeah. africa's many problems does it really help I, i'm not i don't want to be the you know why are you saying this guy but americans people are saying i mean bernard boy keeps saying people should come back to africa all black Americans cannot obviously come back. No matter like, already 1.2 billion. That's already. But that, but I like the message of visits. Come yeah, around. yeah, you can. Yeah, identify with Africa. The same way I want to visit. First time I countries. heard about Ra- the Ra- Rastafarian concept of there is this belief by some people that every black person in the world must return. I don't know if return means leave where you are and come here. Oh, or, or and go to heaven. Just return to identify, and then you can go back to wherever you are. Just connects to the roots. I like the connection look, at, look at, at the end like, of the look day. At, look at someone like Dr. Alban we're talking about now. Dr. Alban left here at the age of 23. Hasn't looked back. He has been abroad for 40 years. He's basically Swedish now. And, and Europe. He's basically Swedish now, you know, as it is. And it's fine. You know, it's good for us to get into other um, other cultures yeah. and understand their idea. Look at these people welcome to him with open arms and look at him today you are you were checking through his youtube before and then see everybody's talking about a lot of like a lot of performance he has done a lot of interviews with them and then they want to talk about him he's now about you him. know very familiar with the with the city yeah, swedish culture swedish we will we'll get to dr alban basalti so they are regarded as the african guys the biggest band the in go africa. To, the go-to guys for anything africa music apart from that they are the biggest band in africa they have to be those guys are really good or when i say biggest maybe biggest maybe best but they are the most guys. Visible. they are good though yeah and then i i checked out i saw on their youtube they did a tour in, in kenya in 2016 live and die in africa tour they are really big on tours i have not got to do that i like that yeah. i like that the closest i've seen in africa uh, in nigeria is maybe the Star Trek where yeah, they yeah, go Star Trek. from city to city. Star Trek was hard, you know. But that is, you know, privately sponsored. Yeah, but remember the Star Trek stories were hard to hear sometimes. Talk about stories where they would have issues transporting paid. themselves, or they sometimes they would they would do shows. Maybe like for example, which is understandable, but like all these things, you don't have to do them in always big stages. Mm. I remember one. I think it was that time they were moving the rap guys mm. around and they did one show maybe somewhere in Joss and the the amount of people that turned up were so much mm. and they did a show the next day mm. and it felt like they were just rapping to chairs mm. and those are one of the things that in actually the same city no no not same city but like another city close by yeah, but you, can prepare for, or something. You, can, you can prepare for that maybe that's what I'm saying like you always like the management thing organization is not so great mm. here so like that's why it's understandable that people don't get to do tours because but, tours really help a lot but I, I they have like different kinds of music in every part of like every part of Nigeria now mm. like there's some for example Phoenix being in the East Normally, Olamide should be big in the East too, but if there's no collaboration, that's not happening. I'm sure Olamide is big in the East. Yeah, because of collaboration. That's why yeah. I say if there's no collaboration, it's not happening. because of the happening. status. People like, you know, the Teiwas mm. or the Chikes mm. that are so big in the West part of the country, they should be able to go to other places and blow up as well. But because the organization, the structure, and first things first, I'm saying this, the Nigerian music industry is not um, a vertical music industry mm. in, in terms of growth. Mm. It's horizontal, which mm. is really bad. I'm taking this word from MI, I saw it in one of his podcasts. When you say horizontal. podcast, TEDx, my Tema. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and he what explained, he was saying horizontal, mean? I mean, like, we're just getting bigger. We're not going to the top. You mm. understand, like, mm. for example, like, look at it, when you think of record labels, um, we're talking about record labels abroad, we have, like, three or four record labels that are major. Sony, 
we have Sony, we have RCA, we have and we have um, Universal. And those guys, every other person is under them. Mm. Island Records under them, Dead Jam under them. Mm. You understand? Now these guys are the main body. Atlantic is stop there. Yeah, Atlantic not so Atlantic is under somebody. I can't remember who exactly. Maybe okay. I think Atlantic is under Sony. Okay. And then there's there's Warner Music. These guys are really big. You mm. understand? Now so all of these guys they have lots of subsidiary like stuff. That's why music copywriting is easy. Mm. That's why getting licensing for your songs is publishing easy. you can't do that here mm. because you don't even know who is who but does that connect to touring yeah it does because now when you want to the tour labels when you want fund. to tour there's yeah there's, there's lots of funds because funds are coming from different places and also when you want to like tour there's this understanding for example maybe a, like, let's take the us for example mm. now you know maybe texas now there's this particular stuff that is particular group or particular music record label that is big there. Mm. They know how to handle things over yeah. there. So when Universal, which is the apparent label, yeah. wants to do something big, they know who to connect, connect to, to and to make things happen. Mm. So that's why when they go for tours in weird places like Utah, Iowa, you're seeing places like 7,000 people. But well, we're talking big labels. Yes, now. Global labels. This is South, South So From what yeah, I... Global s- labels. They're yeah. US labels. South is all? No, no, I mean like the old labels are yeah, just Yeah, but US is global. Look yeah. at it. Billboard no, no, I don't, like, I don't like to think that way. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, so that's I how I that fact. But then again, South is did a tour in cities like Mombasa, Nairobi, Meru. There's one other city. They went to like six cities yeah. and they packed everywhere. I'm sure they don't have this global label figure. They, they have themselves. They have done it over and over. And they have, I saw sponsorships, um, yeah. media partners, you know, um, um, companies that sponsor them. But what I was able to enjoy from that is it's like going from Lagos, Ibadan, Portacot, Delta, Abuja, and maybe just six cities, and then turn up, your music is everywhere. I can connect that to the fact that they have a lot of songs that are on radio, people connect to their songs, and they, 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 they speak the language of the people. Uh, they're very cultural, so people like them, people know them. It's like Whiskey here, or Lamide here, or Davido. Davido would sell out in any city, pretty much, yeah. or maybe not any city, in at least 25 cities in I also, I also think... I also so think why can South So do it, pretty much as an independent group, independent artists, and artists like, okay, they are international now, the top three who are international in Nigeria. Mm. It's not like they can't do it. Why can't other artists do it, like... To Nigeria, they always it's complain expensive. about logistics and yeah, all it's that. Yeah, expensive, but logistics the last bad roads. The last that we saw was MI's um, CBN tour. Yeah. Top Boys Nation. But and anyway, going around to universities. Yeah. And that was okay. And they were cities. here to Ifuta. They went to Jos. They mm-hmm. went to Apeputa. And they, I think it was just four or five cities. But whatever it was, it was something. Apart from touring, South Soul as a group, what's their legacy so far? South Soul. Now, where they come from is East Africa, Kenya. Now, for most of the people outside of the continent, mm. they feel like Kenya is the is Africa. Mm. You understand? So, like, there's this, and that means that goes that goes beyond their language, their way of life, their culture. If not for the recent, you know, upgrade in terms of how South Africa is now, people would know when people think Africa, they think Kenya. Mm. Like when you think entire Africa, they think Kenya. Obviously, Nigeria is the most popular. And that goes to history. So. Yeah, it goes to history as well. I mean, look at Lion King, set in Kenya. Simba. So, you know, set in that, you know, that their area. Do you mm. understand? And then you're thinking also, um, what else? What else? Everything that relates back to like Africa, 
like an African. You think it's almost like before when you say African, I think I'm Kenyan. Mm. You understand? Because their way of life, you know, everything they do just just says this is the way Africa should be. And there's something particular about the Horn of Africa. Yeah. The Horn of Africa is like Eastern Africa. Eastern I Africa. I think we have Djibouti, Ethiopia, Eritrea. Yeah, those guys and, are And that's next East level. Africa. So when you talk East Africa, the go-to states, yeah. the same way Nigeria is the leader in West, West Africa. Africa. Yeah, you go to Kenya states, is Kenya is the leader in, in the East. East Africa. And, and they have a big population that makes, uh, yeah. Not so big, but... In and terms that makes of, sense. You know, a lot of people, and you look at their economy, they have a good image. Yeah, and they're really uh, good and too. And so, you know that even translates back to what we're talking about in the music today because Hello Africa, that was done by Dr. Alban mm. in the year 1990, which is his first song that he did with Dennis Pop. Um, Dr. Alban, let's give a quick background for Connect. Dr. Alban. Dr. Alban is a dentist. He even has his own dentist practice, wow. private practice, but he's also a DJ. He left Nigeria at the age of 23 and comes from a privileged family. So don't let's talk too much about the hustle mm-hmm. for him. So he went there and he was actually there visiting, right? And he just loved the place. And he had a side hustle. Yeah, he had a side hustle. So he started DJing. Now Dennis Pop, Dennis Pop and Max Martin. When you think Max Martin, you're thinking one of the greatest writers in terms of pop songs. Mm. And Dennis Pop also was writing a lot of pop songs at that point. And then his pop is dead now, 35 years old when he died, about wow. um, 21 years ago. Died of stomach was cancer. 35. Yeah, it was just and 35. He did, a, he did that He much. did a whole lot of stuff, you know, especially for European, like, Europop vision mm. sound and also, like, pop in general because mm. he had works with Britney Spears, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, you know, the popping boys at that point. Mm. And the thing is, I've also noticed that Europeans, they know how to write music a lot, mm. like, write music that pops. Thinking of Blue. This story blue is a pop. Connects yeah, blue to connects to iPhone blue. sixty-five. iPhone sixty-five, blue, yeah. and then also they, they're actually very good. Mm. These guys in writing music, mm. Mm. and that's why you know thinking about it like. So and there's something song. about the dance culture too. Yeah, yeah, they have the dance that culture from their level. That led to EDM now. Yeah, Army Van Buren. Talk about you know, Calvin Harris is American. The chain smokers. Yeah, all of these guys they play in Europe. They play. You, that's where they are. Because just hear about accept their Germany. Sound. You hear about yeah, Bucharest, Germany, Hungary, and all that. Those guys don't even care what you're saying they yeah, just want to hear the dance. sound and dance so, uh, i think about that you know dr yeah, alban's music is a lot of dance yeah i love dance, dance. and, and dr alban is like a musician by mistake right mm-hmm. that's what we think and he has yeah. been there for what over i think about 30 years in the game now because he came in 1990 was his first record mm. when 2021 so in the beginning when we were talking about shining light on people who are being forgotten yeah dr alban is the number one person because when you think it's my life i remember I only knew recently, I'm talking maybe 10 years ago or 15, that it was actually in Nigeria that had that song. Mm. I just used to think, oh, no, it didn't make sense for Nigerians. But I knew the tone, the person I was talking, sounded like me. Mm. So I'm like, why, why? Maybe it's just uh, I, um, an European trying to mm. sound African. I think it was around 10 years ago too that I learned that I heard about the song or that I first heard the song hello africa tell me how you doing so there's something about that when a song is like a signature song yeah when people want to do something that's like the go-to song i'm trying to remember um okay look at tennis gilly yeah so she made that song for a koi but when people want to maybe a dj there's a an mc wants to do a gilly competition at a wedding that's the go-to dj song. give us give us a gilly song apart I'm, from lagbaja's can tell yeah. the new one is 
Uh, uh, we need to do like uh, that at some point. Uh, did a couple of well, songs. How did that song go? That is a catchphrase for any Yoruba. Yes, no. no matter how young you are, how old you are, that song would always connect. So when you want to do any African, you know, festival, oh DJ, give us an African. Hello, Hello Africa. Africa. Tell, Tell me how you do. So it's easy to, and then yeah. I'm sure he's made a lot of money from performing that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the everywhere. song song has so many remixes. I mean, he did one. Doctor Alban still does music to date. He cool. did uh, a couple of songs last year. He did some for the um, COVID nineteen era, trying to tell the Swedish people to stay indoors. Mm. Um, nice. Hello Swedish, but it's Hello Savage or something like Swedish in um, their language. Now the reason why we have a connect between. Southeast Soul and Live and in Africa is because they sampled the song. They took that part of Hello Africa. Is that the sample? Do, it, eh? do we call it interpolation? Let's call it interpolation. Just a tiny bit. Tiny I, I, bit. And I also, want to acknowledge that. Yeah, and also like the main beat of the song too was also sampled yeah, 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 from yeah. something in particular. Escrava. Is that the main is beat? Cover. That's not the main beat. Yeah, but the beginning part. Now we have Makosa. The beat is Makosa. Yes, but the Makosa, but like that Makosa is already fused with something uh, else. Uh, 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 they now took that. That beginning echo that you could hear from the song. Can you pronounce the Spanish sound that came from? Escrava is cover. Escrava is cover by. Escrava is yeah. Escrava is cover. Wow, that's correct. What's the name of the artist? That's no, no. That's the name of the theme song. That's that's the name of a show. A seventies Brazilian show that was popular in the nineties. Now Mm. that makes sense to why South East must have heard Mm. the song. Now and also let us forget that Dr. Alban did his video. In Kenya, in Kenya as well. short Hello Africa in Kenya. Yeah. So you can expect that TV stations would probably play it a lot. Yeah, and yeah. These guys were young. Would have um, their song, no, Live no. in Africa. Um, Hello um, Africa. Hello Africa dropped. 1990. 1990. Must have watched a lot Obviously, of TV. Obviously, they must have watched a lot of TV. Heard Listen a lot to of radio. This on radio and yeah, then. and um, their song was released in 2015. But really, the sample is not what drove the song like the situation was maintained. Yeah. These guys wrote... An amazing song. I love this. is like their best song that I like. Really? After Stand this. Stand Alone? Yeah, this is because I. this is the first song I know. And is I can. There's no particular song that he sang. And not, not many songs. Not I'm, English. I'm a bad not singer. English. Not, not many, English. Not many songs are there that ca- I can sing along to. Mm-hmm. Every time that song comes up, yeah. I sing along. So I like that part. I like the song and I like the spirit it, it represents. There's, there's, there's one part in the song. There's one part in the song that talks about um, the black are the buried, the street of the Jews. Yeah. It just makes me remember um, Kendrick Lamar's um, To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. That's just out there. I'm just putting that out there. Mm. So that you know, when I heard that me. part of the song, I felt a type of way for light skinned niggas. Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is, we're both light skinned. <laughs> I'm like, yo, hold on a second. So, if I'm not dark skinned. What are you trying to the say? The juice ain't sweet. This, the juice... Nah, nah, nah stop, stop, <laughs> stop capping now. Stop it. I mean, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is, basically. So the song um, was taken... And one thing about South to Show that I've learned recently, this song was taken by one of the mem- group members. I think his name is Savannah. I'm not sure. Savara. I'm not sure about the name. But there is a like, there's a guy that's like the face of the band. The guy who took this song in, in, in its entirety... Is another guy. He's not the. He's not the main, main guy. guy. So, oh yeah. So I think it reminds me of Westlife, where mm. this one can take, you know, mm. one verse. Another person takes another. Actually, that happens to a lot of groups. Not like Imagine Dragons or Fun. No, no, no. Those guys you have one. You person. have one lead vocalist. Or, Maroon um, Five. Yeah, Maroon Five. Um, Adam Levine. Linkin Park. Yeah, Linkin Park. One, one person one lead to vocalist. chair. But these guys, all of them perform. I think two of them perform majorly. 
um the one person is performing the same person can take the drums the guitarist uh um you know they have yeah, you know yeah. different instrumentalists and, the, that, and they are doing very well you, I, you need to see their performance i love salty soul there's the, my best salty soul song i don't know the name maybe i know this song where they mentioned mandela lupita yeah, I think There's so. A particular, it's a it slow did, song. Yeah, very beautiful. You mentioned Lupita. They, they were singing in Kenyan uh, yeah. language, but you understand. But uh, words. there is. A, a, we we need to probably. I wish we we knew the title of that so people can check it out. Yeah. But, but it's a very powerful song. Beautiful. Even song. though I don't know it's what time they're saying. Each time I, I've seen them do a but video. So like they were, they were there was one video where I don't know they were just singing the song because they were in the mood to sing the song. Mm-hmm. I literally had goosebumps the moment yeah. they started singing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand what these guys are saying. But, but I can I can feel it. And that's why they are good. Yeah. That's why we have to rate them as and one then of the best. That's in the why continent. people in Kenya. Imagine we don't know the language, we love the song so much. Yeah, How imagine much people more? that actually know what they're and saying. They know the story. Yeah, yeah. These guys have connected so well with Nigerians. Yeah, so well, boy, so well. Patoranke. And look at them, they are connected to Nigeria in a different level because yeah. Dr. Alban is yeah. Nigerian. Uh Yemi Alade. The song with with um Patoranking. Yeah. Melanie. Oh, I love yeah, that. That's, I don't that's know if Patoranking came up with the hook of that song. But that hook is a madness. Yeah. Never seen Melanie so bad in the queen of the dance floor. Yo, Even I love that song. Also on Time Flies, they didn't do so much. Yeah. But you see the harmonizing. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. They're really good. They're really good. And I'm sure people really love this Live and Die in Africa. Even if many of us, especially Gen Z, wouldn't, or Gen Z or millennials, wouldn't accept the fact that you have to live and die in Africa. Because, hmm. you no, know, most of them wouldn't say, say yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. Mm. A lot of people are moving out actually in droves, mm. especially from Nigeria. People are moving a lot, but still, if you have 200 million people, if 50 million don't move, there probably won't be any effect. Yeah, true. Yeah, so, true. and then before 50 million would move, yeah, that's a whole lot. That's a lot. So, that's a whole lot. Let's do production credits before All we All right, move. yeah, production credits. Dr. Alban, Hello Africa, produced by Dennis Pop. Uh, from the year 1990 album Hello Africa then Saudi Soul um, was from the album Live and Die in Africa I think the entire album was produced by a group of people but they didn't give any production credits in particular to that particular song yeah. so I think they just take Saudi Soul's band in charge of that now yeah. don't forget that the mixture there's the mixture there there is the Escravia Osgavia from the beginning yeah. and then there's also the sampling of the Hello Africa Tell Me How You Do It was the with end. the interpolation so it was great work I think you can also call that great interpolation yeah. if you don't want to say sampling yeah and let's not forget about um maintain why am i saying this again <laughs> maintain. Ah, maintain maintain taking the song catch code production credits big bamo and maintain and then also video credit as well big bamo from the year 2002 and then we talk about luda chris now i had to look for this name because i was very very interested from the year 2001 produced by jazzy far Jazzy Far, do you know that beat? There's this, there's this twang, twang, like this twang. And it kind of connects to what's love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fadjo, what's Fadjo, love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, Sample Access Podcast, uh, episode 15. Did it good? Maintain catch code. Sampling the decrease area code. Salty Soul, live and die in Africa. Sampling Dr. Alban. Hello, Hello Africa. in Africa. Yeah. Hello, Africa. My name is Buiga Deoya. You can find me on Twitter, Buiga underscore Deoya. Uh, I'd like to connect and please share the podcast with your people. Subscribe to it wherever you listen from. 
support us rate us and yeah i want to see this go bigger thank you for listening thank you for sharing all right yeah my name is nelson and uh, you can catch me on twitter at nwae and ie capital n and on instagram at nwae and ie dot nelson this is the sample podcast we, we out. out yo my name is dr alban the md microphone doctor this song is dedicated to the people of africa Swim mix, give me some drums. Yo, African people, unite. Come together for the sake of your future. Yo, African people, unite. Hello, Africa, tell me how you doing. Hello, motherland, tell me how you doing. Hello Nigeria, that's my motherland Coming to Sweden now, causing a hysteria Takes a long time to travel the globe So why be shy, why be humble I just came straight out the jungle You can't compete with me, cause you know I got the rhythm I did it before and I will do it again So listen what I say, yeah, I hear my point of view Not everyone can do this though, in fact only a few Sophisticated, hard curated, that's who I am You know I've been waiting, so stop pumping Make some noise. The money can trap the house, I trap the flannel, trap the booyah, trap the Zulu, trap me the living house, me living in a tree, a little stick and give you a shop, no smoke, no sim, no take no cup, or me takes a glass of juice. Hello Africa, tell me how you doing. Hello motherland, tell me how you doing. Hello Africa, tell me how you doing. Hello motherland, tell me how you doing. Administered by Boyega and Nelson. Yeah, let me try to.